It's Friday, February 3rd. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Because of the brutal cold, all Rochester City schools are closed for the day. The City of Rochester is offering a refuge for anyone who needs a place to warm up. All of the city's R centers will be open until 9 p.m. They do have different opening times, though, so check the city's website for details. Under Monroe County's Code Blue protocols, outreach teams have been working to make sure homeless people have shelter, transportation, and meals. At Rochester's Open Door Mission, CEO Anna Valeria Eisman said they will be keeping an eye out for homeless individuals who may be outside in the severe cold. She noted that the mission's shelter has already been quite full in recent weeks, and that's due to a variety of factors. Everything from really a significant rise in um, addiction and untreated mental illness over the past few years, and also to eviction moratorium having been lifted. So folks are just, you know, they're just struggling even more now. And, and of course, access to housing. There is also a 24-hour warming center at the Open Door Mission on West Main Street in Rochester. In another month, thousands of Monroe County households will lose food assistance benefits they received as part of the federal government's pandemic relief efforts. The change will affect SNAP recipients in Monroe County, most of whom have been receiving an extra 95 to $200 each month. Legislation passed by Congress at the end of last year set a March end date for those so-called emergency allotments. County Human Services Commissioner Thalia Wright is worried about the potential impact. There's a lot less money to put food on the table, and a lot more community members are struggling with food insecurity already. So this will just increase that struggle once this change takes effect. The county, Foodlink, and several other nonprofits have launched a website. It's snap585.org to help food assistance recipients brace for the coming benefits cut. Governor Kathy Hochul released her budget plan on Wednesday while she received praise from many quarters for ambitious proposals to build affordable housing and fund mental health services. Not everyone is pleased with her spending plan. As WXXI's Karen DeWitt reports, progressive lobbying groups would like to see more taxes on the wealthy. The group say the governor's budget is too favorable to wealthy New Yorkers at the expense of working families. Hochul did not introduce any broad-based increases in the income tax, and she's against further raising taxes on the state's highest earners. They already pay more through a temporary tax surcharge. Hochul spoke about it at her State of the State address in January. A majority of economists are predicting a recession, and that's one of the reasons it's clear to me why we will not be raising income taxes this year. The governor is proposing extending a temporary tax surcharge on corporations for another three years. Michael Kink, with the progressive lobbying group Strong Economy for All, says other taxes and fees that Hochul is backing would burden those who can least afford to pay more. He says a payroll tax on businesses in New York City and surrounding areas served by the Metropolitan Transportation Authority would likely be passed through to workers. And he objects to an additional dollar per pack tax on cigarettes and tuition hikes at public colleges and universities. All of those things make costs higher for regular working people while protecting the billionaire class. 
that she started. Kink says he hopes that the legislature, which is run by Democrats, will reject those increases and instead raise taxes on the wealthy through income and capital gains taxes. Tax increases on working people are unpopular and difficult. Tax increases on the wealthy are popular and effective. I think the legislature can make the right call on this, even if the governor can't. It would not be the first time that progressive Democrats in the legislature have influenced taxation decisions. Erica Vladimir, with the Invest in Our New York campaign, says in 2021, former Governor Andrew Cuomo initially opposed the tax surcharge on the wealthy, but the Senate and Assembly included it in the final spending plan under pressure from left-leaning lawmakers. And the legislature stepped up and stood with middle working class, low income New Yorkers to secure uh, an additional, now it's over $10 billion in in additional public funds. Um, And so we know they can do that again this year and that they recognize affordability is top of mind for all New Yorkers. And that's what they want them to address as their elected officials. Vladimir and Kink say so far, 50 Democratic lawmakers have said they agree with them. The push to raise taxes on the wealthy comes at a time when rifts are developing between progressive Democrats in the legislature and Governor Hochul over other issues. Some Democratic senators are at odds with Hochul over her choice for the next chief judge, who several left-leaning senators believe is too conservative. They voted down nominee Hector LaSalle and the Senate Judiciary Committee. Hochul later vetoed a bill backed overwhelmingly by Democrats that would update the state's wrongful death statute, saying it would cost insurance companies too much money. In a scathing response, the bill's sponsors called a counterproposal by the governor half-baked and woefully inadequate. The assembly sponsor, Helene Weinstein, is also the chair of the chamber's Ways and Means Committee, which oversees budget decisions. The Senate and Assembly will release their own ideas on taxes and other budget priorities in about a month. In Albany, Karen DeWitt, WXXI News. You can find more news on our website, wxxinews.org.